Welcome to Dying to Know, where we open up about everything that comes with losing a loved one. Because the only thing that's worse than death is not being able to talk about it. We're your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel, and today we're talking stages of grief. Hey girl! Hi Leah! Hi season two! Welcome back! Yes, it's been four months for us. Four months. Yes. Yes. We, we took a little hiatus. And now we're back. Yes. What were you up to? Tell the people where you were, what happened, what you like, what you see. <laughs> Over break, I did a lot of like me stuff. I went to Europe finally. I did yes. this amazing Greece retreat. So a lot of self-care, a lot of self-love. And then yeah. I came back for the holidays to just stay at home and be chill, which was really nice. Nice. What about you? Um, well, you left me here while you were in your <laughs> European not. vacation. Um, so my usual, like, twerking and working, um, and then for the holidays, too, it was pretty quiet. Went back home, saw family and friends, and it was a good time. Yes, back to Baltimore for a little bit, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so season two is here. Yes. We've done a lot of work to oh. get here to these seats. I know, a lot of researching and yes. getting ready for the new season, new themes. Yes, a lot of meetings, me not actively listening, and you all repeating yourself to me, but it's all good. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so what's this month that we're in, Rachel? It is Black History Month. Yes, Happy Black History Month, Leah. <laughs> Thank you for remembering. Of course. Happy Black History Month, everyone. Um, so for season two, we kind of like did, I guess, like a overarching theme. So yes, like season like still one, grief, yes. still death. <laughs> yeah, but like season one was kind of a little scattered with like some topics, but I feel like this one we're trying to make it like flow episode to episode. Yeah, give listen. a nice little life to each yes. couple episodes. So yeah, so we started, I mean, we figured we'd start with like the stages of grief that seems pretty common. A Highly lot of people requested. hear about it. Highly requested. requested. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I did fight against it for a minute. You did, but we're yes, here. But we're here. And Maybe we'll, it was your bargaining. It was your bargaining stage. Maybe it was, but we're going to give the people what they want. Yes. All right, so let's start off with some definitions here because- yes. Walk us through these stages. Yes, because we have five, and then there's also seven stages. Five and yeah, there's a lot depending like where you look or who yeah. you really look to. I feel like I gravitated like five was the stronger one that I was seeing, and I feel like it felt the most familiar to me. I don't mm -hmm. know if you feel the same with five. I think so, but also like we talked about the seven stages like prior, and it feels muddy. Like yeah. depending on what you were looking at, like it wasn't always very solid when it came to seven. Exactly, and then a lot of times I saw a list where it was like two words together, like this and this. Yeah, where I was like. Yeah, so like cheating. seven was getting a little long. I'm like, then it's not really seven. But anywho, we'll start with the five that like all of us know. So there's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Um, so definition for each. So denial is a noun. It's the action of declaring something to be untrue. Then there's anger. It's a noun, a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Then we have bargaining, which is a verb, our only verb, um, mm -hmm. negotiating the terms and conditions of a transaction. But I feel like the more like grief definition of that is making deals with yourself, with yourself, God or higher power to help yourself feel better. Mm -hmm. Depression, a noun, a state of feeling sad, low spirit or melancholy. And then we have last but not least acceptance, which is the a noun, the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. So how do you feel about those? I feel like I definitely hit all of those, especially really? going through my experience. Okay. I think I think it's pretty on par. I feel like it's very similar things to what you go through. I think I've learned that it's not a linear thing. Mm -hmm. Like these aren't the stages and this isn't what like happens first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Exactly. Like, these stages are what you're going to experience in some type of form and it's going to happen any which way, any mm -hmm. time of the year. It might not happen for a while. It might not happen 
right away or yeah. like all at once or it might happen all at once. So I feel like <laughs> I recognize a lot of these, especially in researching, especially when it came to the meanings. How okay, okay. I think I would have to agree too. I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's a little dated. Interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I do feel like I, I identify with some of, I mean, with maybe all of the stages. I think maybe I miss bargaining. I can't remember a time where it happened, but, like, I'll I'll sleep on it. But I think denial is probably one of the most common and definitely depression. That's interesting because I feel like denial was one that I wasn't really, really? resonating with. And okay. then as, like, doing research in it, I came across a YouTube video that I cannot remember who it was from. Okay. But they were saying once you kind of are starting to know that your loved one is going to pass, you can experience these stages before death. Which I thought was really I can't interesting. Believe that. Where yeah. I felt like bargaining, like praying a lot and mm-hmm. asking God for a lot of favors was like a stage that might have happened before death. And like okay. the denial stage is like not feeling like this is gonna happen. Like I feel like denial for me also happened a little bit before where I was like, I always thought stages of grief would happen after death. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I didn't like I knew what happened. I was never in denial. So I feel like that is where I was confused about confused about i can feel that i mean but like also with doing the work that we're doing here Mm -hmm. i realize that like grief also doesn't always align to death it could relate to other things in your life (laughs) so that's why i'm like okay i can see that like someone having this conversation with themselves or like feeling like they're already in a stage prior to someone dying does make a lot of sense yeah so i guess i didn't think of that way i think when i first read bargaining all i could think about was like when you get too drunk and then the next day you're like, I'll never, I'll never drink again. again. Or if I could get past this hangover, I yeah. couldn't correlate it to like death. But I feel like the more and more we talk through grief, maybe it'll like pop up. But I feel like it helps people give their own like definition to it or like understanding of what they might be going through. But I don't know. I feel like I'm still kind of on the stages. of. I mean, on the fence about the stages. I think, and maybe it's like a personality thing too. I think it also mm-hmm. helps give like, something to better understand what I was going through too at the time where I was like okay like I am supposed to be feeling like this or okay I like this isn't like a crazy thing Mm -hmm. like it is okay to be like this sad and like I felt like I needed something extra to better understand like what I was going through yeah so I feel like that's where it helped to see like okay like there is a little bit of explanation of like what happens after someone passes away that's true that's true and then we also have the seven stages which like we can't deny we need to share those but like I feel like a lot of them were basically the same as five yeah except like a little extra (laughs) they just put a little sauce (laughs) on the, the other ones So I can't remember where I got this list from, but for the seven stages, they had shock, which was one that we didn't talk about in the five. So that's a noun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a sudden, upsetting, or surprising event or experience, which is kind of like, well, duh. Yeah, Yeah. that seems to be really (laughs) aligned. Um, Then you also have denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But this list put acceptance and hope together. I did see the hope. Yeah. I don't know if that's being a Debbie Downer, but I'm like, why is there a positive change? (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because when I, before like looking into this and I heard acceptance or saw it, I always thought like, oh, that must be the end stage. Like that's the happy part. Mm -hmm. But I did read somewhere where it was like, it doesn't mean that you're happy or like you forgot about it. It just means that more good days are ahead of you and bad ones are behind you. So I thought that was good. Like, because you can always retreat back to depression or anything else, but it's good to know that like, 
a part of acceptance is kind of just like receiving yeah. what really took place in your life. No, 100%. Yeah, so I thought Which that I was I guess it is then nice, nice to like be like, okay, acceptance and then hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And then this list also put um, reconstruction and working through, which seems so <laughs> abstract. It says you can begin to put pieces of your life back together and move forward, which I feel like already goes with acceptance and hope. Yeah. So I feel like the seven stages is a little bit of just like, I know. guess, again, it, maybe it is giving people like a better understanding or of like giving you a learning section of like, okay, the, I've accepted yeah. it. Like now it's maybe time to like start rebuilding. And like you need to kind of, like for me, I was very checklist oriented as you guys okay. learned last yes. season. <laughs> so I felt like to see like, okay, this is reconstruction time. Like I understand what my life is going through or even, I know we'll get into acceptance more in later episodes, mm-hmm. but for me, acceptance was like, okay, this is my new life. Like the next thing was like, I know I need to go to therapy, Got which it. I would put under, I guess, reconstruction. Maybe. Because I'm trying to, like, reconstruct yeah. my bad self. That is true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe See, reconstruction. Maybe, so maybe they got it right with seven. Maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know. It just still feels like, I don't know, a little off for me. But, like, with us structuring season two a little differently and the information that we collected about, like, the overarching topic of grief, like, what do you want our listeners and viewers to get out of this? I think, which I actually heard um, Jay Shetty talk about when he read a book about grief, he was just like, this was great because I feel like I better understand my friends, which I thought was really beautiful. Where like, I feel like season one, I was like better learning about myself and I was better learning about like my friend, like you, like right here. But I think I would love for the viewers to be able to see this and also like, obviously like self-love and getting to know themselves and how they're dealing with grief but I think it's nice to have a tool to better understand what everyone around you is going through that was beautiful where I think no I was like oh my god and it was just like such a mind-blowing thing because like especially at our age I Mm -hmm. feel like it's becoming more and more of a thing where your friend is telling you about a loved one that's passing you don't really know like how to act and what mm-hmm. the right things to say, no matter how similar the experience is. Yeah. So I think it's nice to have these tools to like really be like, okay, like this could be great for everyone to kind of learn whether you've experienced it or not in your life. Oh, that's great. I want to steal your answer, but I can't. Um, I want that too. <laughs> I want everyone to feel that too. I did all that. Um, but also people who are grieving, I want them yeah. to be able to like define. We didn't forget about you guys. <laughs> yeah, we didn't forget about them. But I want them to like, be able to recognize and define their emotions and like where they're sitting in life. Cause sometimes it feels like it can be like a lonely journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want people to know that they have support with us and listening to us and watching us, but also like within their own circle. And if they recognize something that they feel like they need help, that they seek it and get the support that they need. So I feel like that's important. No, I think that's super important. Cause I know, and again, we're not doctors, we're not experts on yeah. anything, but there is parts as you like re- finish reading your article about five stages where they're like, yes, you might be depressed, but if you're depressed or like bargaining to the point or like any of the stages to the point where your life is truly being affected, then yeah. you do you should start recognizing that you do need help. So if it doesn't just feel like something that is never going to pass and your life is truly being affected, like don't forget to also look out for help or look for help from absolutely friends or family or yes which brings me to your point like when you were saying like what you want our viewers to get out of this and you're like for their friends and i actually have a quote so i did care Yay. about their friends i did care <laughs> about their friends um so untangle grief on instagram who we follow and yes. i really love that page great it's quotes really guys. great quotes 
um, for grieving. They had posted something that said, keep checking on your grieving friends. Yes, even years later. Yes. So I, I think no, that I was so that important. I was like, oh, that's so true. And I love like when my um, dad's birthday comes up, like people remember and they might send a heart or even if it's not the exact date that people like just check in or like always ask me like, how's your mom doing? I'm like, Oh, that's so thoughtful. Like, yeah. she is doing okay. Like, you know, thanks for asking about her. So No, especially because I know anniversaries and birthdays are so mm-hmm. important to us and we feel it's so hard. So those little check-ins really do pay off no matter what. Absolutely. Today's episode is dedicated to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who pioneered the theory of the five stages of grief. Again, we're your bereavement babes, Lee and Rachel, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> 